Oh, buddy. Uh, happy Sunday. We're recording this on a Sunday. Happy Sunday. Have you have you been resting uh, like the Lord did when he made the earth and the universe? Oh, bud. Well, that must have been a fucking hell of a nap he took after that. Our sweet, <laughs> sweet Lord. But uh, no, I, uh, I'm a little not as rested as I would like to be because uh, I'm a little hungover. Oh. I'm a little high. Okay. So, you know, we'll see how this goes. You're a little hangover. I'm hangover. Yeah. Like, if only I was hungover like a weed hangover, which happens sometimes. Those are pretty easy to recover from. You just smoke more weed. Well, it, it, tell me, I mean, you get into so many shenanigans. Uh, I want <sighs> to know, true. like, what, what kind of what kind of trouble did you get in last night, man? Man, we, uh, I mean, I blacked out at about 7.30 at night. Oh, yeah? <laughs> as you, yeah, black- that's pretty late for you. Yeah, yeah. I, we got started late. We didn't start drinking until like seven. Mm. <laughs> so you know, I had I don't know, dude. I had like probably like no joke, like a beer and a half, and straight up blacked out. Was it poison beer? It was a hazy IPA. So basically, <laughs> oh man, I made the mistake of I I'm not an alcohol person at all especially not for flavor or just you don't like drinking alcohol uh, i don't i just don't usually drink alcohol and i especially don't drink beers so the it's so pointless the concept of an ipa is so crazy to me uh yeah just something being that like super strong the flavor being so strong and gross and disgusting and still <laughs> being a beer it's an ipa is probably like the hard, the the closest you can get to hard liquor, I feel like with beer, I might be totally off with that, but that's what it feels like to me. And it's like, it legit tastes like poison. Like if it's not cold enough, yeah. If it's not cold enough, it just tastes like liquor, and you're like, dude, this is, <laughs> I'm literally poisoning myself to feel different. I I mean, <laughs> alcohol. I I do believe alcohol is technically poison. I mean, technically, I think uh-huh. that's what it's doing. It's it's very lightly poisoning very you. lightly uh so you get fucked up i made the mistake one time of buying a six pack of voodoo ranger just because Ooh, i didn't know what it strong, was right yes yeah. and it it just looked cool and i was like this yeah. looks cool i'm gonna get this one we'll see what happens and i i could only drink like i had four little little tiny sips of it and that's all i could handle and they lived in the fridge for like the next half year Dude, so they're aged. Yes, they're they're aged like fine wine. Uh, dude, I get it. Like last night, I usually have been going for the IPAs because I feel the same exact way about beer. Like I'm a, I love whiskey. Like I, I'm starting to like explore that side of things, and mm. I love wine. Like doing the same thing with wine. Like we went to a wine bar the other day. It was awesome. Had a wine from Austin that was my favorite of the night. By the way. Oh really. Yeah, it was really, really good. I need. To, it was called the Austin Winery. So, <laughs> well, uh, it was a grape I've never heard of before. I'm not going to try and pronounce it right now, but yeah. Anyway, dude, if I'm going to drink beers, I'm going to do it like, you know, eight percent alcohol or something because I'm like, I'm only going to have three of these things before like I'm not going to have dinner because I'm too full. Yeah. Right. So, like, well, I'm going to have to, like, take, go on a diet after drinking three beers. That's why I've always been confused as to how people can drink so many because it's so fulling and it makes you just feel, like, heavy and sloshy and, you know. It's super fulling. And I've beer never, super I like, I guess I could be inexperienced to parties and stuff like that, but I've never understood drinking not to get drunk. I think, honestly, I still pretty much only drink to get drunk (laughs) and i've done it like you know since college it's been like anytime i drink i'm just like well i'm not just gonna have a whiskey yeah like i'm not i'm not at that level (laughs) like of sophistication yet where i'm just like just the little just the taste well and also like you hear you know dad comes home and he he gets a gets a pabst and he you know and that's it and he's like well i just need i just need a beer I'll, i'll just have one beer please 
I'm yeah. Like, no. Cool. I have one uh-huh. beer and I feel like I'm hungover within 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My just... body like actively rejects beer most of the time. Yeah, man. I I mean, I've always I I kind of have a theory that I'm allergic to certain be. alcohols or something cuz whenever I like whenever I drink any alcohol at all, I like I just feel sick and my stomach is Ugh. turning, you know. But the Man, more drunk you get, the less you notice it. So, yeah, until you drink too much, and then you you literally poison yourself so much you're puking in the bathroom. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, last night it was. I probably had like four beers last night, but I just, you know, got a little drunk, and then I came home and I like vaped a huge bowl of the homegrown that I got this week, and I was just like, woo. Like buzzing till like <laughs> two in the morning. Oh man! And yeah, so you know, I had a good, I had a good time. Um, but man, listening to like, it was a nice uh, way to start the day of like listening to the record that we're going to talk about today, and like, <laughs> you know, kind of waking and baking and like having what some coffee. Just like, ooh, a nice smooth transition. What's yeah. up, buds? Welcome to another episode of the EBPC. Lucas, what does that stand for? The Electronic Board okay. of Producing. Uh, I don't know any words to start. Woo! With. All right. Yeah. <laughs> the Electronic Board of Producing can- can- Cans. Cans. I couldn't uh, think of cans. But we around the business call it the Earbuds Podcast, yep. uh, where we talk about very good albums as very good friends for a very good amount of time. Mm. I, as always, am your co-host, Brett Full-On Gumbo Hanrahan. Oh, Full-On Gumbo. Is that gumbo good? Oh, it's good oh, gumbo. Shit. It's oh, good man. gumbo. Mail jo- me some, dude. With me, as always, is my bud, my partner in crime. My lover, Lucas, full on IPA in Jakovs. What up? What up, YouTube? Uh, and today we have an album that I suggested. This is one of the, if not the funniest band that I've listened to. And it's quite the claim. Also, a very musically interesting band. Uh, and they are called Fly the Concords, and we are talking. About their debut album, Flight of the Concords. Yes, came out in 2003? Uh, 2008. 2008, I was close. Yeah, like five years, I think. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, that's the that's the variable or whatever. Five years in either direction when you get something. <laughs> yeah, that's the limit. Uh, yeah, man, this is a. Uh, I loved Flight of the Concords uh, TV show, man, and that's what most of these songs, if not all of them, are from the show. I yeah, I think you can see on this album that there's like an HBO label or something on it, or at least yeah, uh, on my copy that I have physically. And so I mean, it's, it, it's it's very it's it's the TV show. All the songs come from the TV show. I think all the songs, maybe not all of them, but I'm pretty sure it's all of them. It just, it's very much like the first Tenacious D record. Yes. It's it's the same idea where those, that album is really funny out of context of why those songs happened in the show, you know? (laughs) And it's the same way with this record. It's like, I was a little worried because I'd never actually listened to the album and I was a little worried that it wasn't going to be as funny without seeing them do it. You know, yeah, right. And knowing the reasoning why the songs exist, because even like on the Tenacious D record, that song Lee, like, makes no sense out of context. <laughs> but on the show, it's hilarious. So I was thinking, like, with Leggy Blonde and a couple of other songs on this, I was like, man, it's not going to be as funny without like knowing, you know, what happened before that made them start singing that song. But it totally was. This album's fucking hilarious. Oh, it's great. I, I having never watched the series, unfortunately, I've always wanted to, but I just can't find it anywhere. Uh, I, I absolutely adore this album. And it was only when I was looking at Genius today 
that I kind of got the context for some of the songs like Leggy Blonde. I didn't even know it was a different person on that verse. <laughs> I was wondering if you knew that. Yeah, it's it's the guy who plays their manager on the show, and he's so funny. Yeah, and then, like, uh, Leggy Blonde, maybe Prince of Parties, maybe, like, Boom are right. some ones. But, I mean, I'd say 95% of this album is just as funny without context. And I... I just adore this thing, man. Yeah, it's a, it's so funny, man. Like they, it's. I had to like. There's so many lines that I had to write down. Like I love, <laughs> in, like, Fudu Fafa. Like the that they're just saying French phrases, and some of them aren't even grammatically correct. Yeah, <laughs> they're just like oh, croissant, <laughs> croissant, <laughs> baguette, baguette, <laughs> boof. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then at the end the lady's trying to speak French to him and he's just like uh and he doesn't understand <laughs> like, a word she's saying. Uh Parlez-vous au français? I no. think it's it's no. No. <laughs> Dude, I love like in uh the hip hop epotamus oh, song. Oh man. When like at, you know they're rapping about how one one guy says that their rhymes suck and he's just like, "But how? Be more constructive with your feedback." <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> and then and ladies of the world, like talking about the hermaphrodite lady man. Yeah, lady man, <laughs> ladies, even you must be into you. <laughs> With your sexy lady bits and your sexy man bits too. <laughs> Which, I mean, very, very cool from an album from like 2008, I'd say. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, the, that the take on, on trans people could have been a lot worse. It definitely could have been way worse. I mean, they're, they're the great thing about Fire the Concords to me is like, especially in the show, like they're so polite and they don't really cuss at all. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the reasons that I think they're such a fantastic comedy band because there are, there are groups like Lonely Island and Tenacious D that maybe sometimes rely too heavily on being, I don't want to sound like a white Christian mother here, but like crude. Yeah, being gross and like, you know, Tenacious D is so many dick and fart jokes and so yeah. is Lonely Island, you know? Uh, but these guys are, I mean, I, they're obviously not completely untainted, but they their jokes and their concepts all come from just genuinely funny places. Yeah, I would say it's more PG-13. Like, it's not, it's not kitty at all. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> maybe don't show it to your developing child or anything. Yeah, but what's great about is that in the show too, they are kind of dickheads. Like, <laughs> so they don't cuss and they're very polite, but they're sort of like still jerks. Yeah, and uh, and that comes across on some of these songs too, like uh, the most beautiful girl in the room. Like <laughs> all of those backwards, oh, man. backhanded comments are fucking amazing. Yeah, it's. Ugh, I I have such a history with like hip hopopotamus and beautiful girl specifically yeah and I just it's just like you're so beautiful like a tree <laughs> like a tree like a tree <laughs> or oh, high class prostitute <laughs> i love he's like and when you're on the street depending on the street i bet you're definitely in the top three <laughs> <laughs> just barely complimenting this this woman oh. that he's trying to hit on at a party yeah it's so fucking clever it's it's just not something you would like think of and i i also love how their humor can be both like they're both extremely confident in themselves and also self-deprecating at the same time oh yeah for you know sure. like uh, a kiss is not a contract where they talk about like <laughs> you know we're not easy yeah i love it's like it flips the roles where it's just like hey just because we're kissing doesn't mean it's gonna go yeah. any further <laughs> they're like just because we're in a we're in a duo parody gimmick band doesn't mean it's all about poo tang <laughs> it's like who would think that like a gimmick parody duo band is like probably the dudes who get the laid the least yeah and they they i think they describe themselves as the fourth most popular uh band from like sweden is that it <laughs> new zealand the fourth most popular folk duo parody band from new zealand <laughs> Yeah, there's there's so many like great random lines throughout the whole record, and oh man, 
And the music is like I don't remember the music being this good. No, it's it's so good and it they have such a variety of genres that they hit on. It's like the music itself is either a tribute or a parody to like a a certain era or genre of music. Which I totally didn't realize that until doing like you know kind of reading in a little bit on, like behind the the backgrounds of this album. Oh yeah? Yeah, I, didn't, I just didn't catch that, you know, like like business time is like a let's get it on type of parody. Yeah. You know, Inner City is like West End Girls by Pet Shop Boys. Yeah, right. Stuff like that. Like I don't I totally didn't pick up on that when I watched the show, you know, like I don't think I don't think I knew those songs. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it, but that's it, it's great because you don't really need to know those songs. Right. Because it's kind of it's a parody on those songs, but it's also a parody on like the vibe and the themes of those songs that are so like they're a stereotype of music. Yes. You know, like, yes. Uh, think about it where they're just like talking about the woes of the world, but it's, but it's so like kind of inconsequential things. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's like a parody of, of let's of uh, what's going on. It's so good. Right. Man. Yeah. It's like one of my, favorite lines on the entire album is where he's like uh the man on the street kids chopped off his head yeah. now the only one who stops to see if he's dead it turns out he's dead <laughs> it turns out he's dead <laughs> <laughs> oh man. there's so many little lines like that and then that's why like i thought like oh man it it was so funny on the show and i don't think like just on listening to the music it would be as funny but it all so many of the jokes land so hard like there's a few there's a few tracks that i didn't necessarily uh think was were that funny like the prince of parties yeah it was you know that one's like in the show he like takes acid right and like that's the song that he like he he's like tripping out and he's like goes into a music video so like you know, it's not as funny on the on the record, and I think like um, Boom was not as funny. Yeah, Boom was really. I I don't know what to think about Boom because I like I, first of all, if I don't really know what it's parodying, <laughs> but it's such they they like. It seems like one of the few songs where they just had one joke and they just only stuck to that one joke. And it's a short song, at least too. It's just you know, it's just kind of like playing off of the the reggaeton like you know, sex songs of like the nineties, mm. basically just got really cheesy, like Jamaican rap from the nineties. And I got it. Like I understood like what they were doing with the music. I just didn't think like, I think outside the context, it just didn't, it didn't land, but man, I love the mother uckas. Like <laughs> too many mother uckas. And then that I, was one that I was like, that's not going to make any sense out of context. Cause it's so funny in the show. Cause it's all about how like, Aziz Ansari is playing a grocery store. Yeah, owner, right. Like racist towards them because they're from New Zealand. <laughs> He's like, I hate kiwis. Like, <laughs> just keep saying, I hate Lord of the Rings. Like just talking <laughs> shit, and it's just so random. And they get so mad, and they just deal with like weirdly anti kiwi racism through the whole show, and it's so fucking funny. And I, that's where one of the one of the odd lines in that song made sense to me after I watched the video. Where he's talking about like, uh, I don't know, like, the, <laughs> there's one part of the song where he's like censoring himself and he's like, eh, 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 yeah, shuffling so up his ass, yeah. <laughs> so funny, dude. That part, like that stuttery part, talking about an avocado and a mango. Yeah, and, mango. You know, I'm gonna pop an apple in his ass. <laughs> an apple in his ass, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think that's why. Like, even though the music, like, the production's great. It sounds way better than I remember it sounding. But the music does, like, all pretty much sound, like, pretty cheesy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not like there's... You're not going to hear any of the music. I don't... It, like, if this was an instrumental album, I don't think it might be anything you'd be interested in. You know? No, totally not. Not at all. But I... And, yeah, it is totally cheesy. But, but it's the parody aspect of it, right? Yeah. It's kind of like cheesy, like how Weird Al, his music is cheesy, but it's so well played and like, you know, recorded and everything. But it's yeah. just like, uh, this just has this air of just like fucking stink of cheese on it. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I think it's, 
I, I still think their music is more interesting than most other comedy acts I've seen. You know, like Lonely Island is just like, I don't know, they're just doing hip-hop hype beats or something. Yeah, and they're nailing those, though. That's true. That's you true. Know, like, pop, pop Star Never Stop Never Stopping is one of the funniest <laughs> movies I've seen, I think, in my whole life. And the, all of the music is really fucking good on it. I still need to watch that, man. You haven't seen it? Well, no, I I haven't. Oh. Y'all talk so like highly about it, but I like where is it? Is it is it on any streaming services right now? Uh, I don't know if it's free on anything, but uh, you know, it's like three four bucks probably to rent at the most. <laughs> I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know, man. I watched it two times in a row. The first. And second time I saw it, like literally yeah, with Luis, right? Restarted it, yeah, with Luis. We yeah. were just like, we for like five minutes, we probably were just going back and forth, just saying line after line after line, and then it got quiet for like thirty seconds, and I was like, "Dude, I kind of want to watch that again like, immediately." <laughs> and he was just like, "I do too." Like we, it's like we didn't want to admit it, but uh, oh man, it's so good. I've probably seen it like six or seven times at this point. And, and the music is just as good outside of context, but I think they did a music video for like almost every song on the on, in the movie, and it's they they add so much to it. Mm. I I would definitely recommend it. I would say the I I kind of went through the music videos on these songs, and they don't. I don't think the videos add really too much to the music. Honestly, maybe not. I would think the episode where the videos where they happen. Add a lot of context. Yeah, but most of most of the videos I watched were that just like the two of them kind of, you know, being in a music video, walking through the streets of the city, and just kind of like right. doing the lines and, you know, whatever. Nothing too crazy. Yeah, but it's. I mean, they are legitimately like pretty talented singers, though. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, and, uh, and rappers too. <laughs> Hippopotamus, floatoglug, phosphorus, popping out the top of this esophagus. I love in the beginning of that, Jermaine's like, he's saying that he has like endless lyrics or whatever, yeah. but he just does two lines and he just, he kind of stutters. I'm the <laughs> hippopotamus, my lyrics are bottomless. And then he kind of like makes a face it. at the camera and he's like, uh. <laughs> but legitimately like, for how cheesy the lyrics and the music or the lyrics uh, are, like they are really good singers and like pretty fucking decent rappers, so it adds a lot to it. Yeah, I, I'm trying to remember like they it, they both just have a weird kind of crazy range. <laughs> like uh, yeah. Jermaine, I I don't I don't remember who's who. I think Jermaine is the taller the taller guy with the glasses. With the glasses, yeah, yeah. Uh, he can get pretty low. In like those low yeah. registers, you know, and uh, Brit can get really high up there, <laughs> and so they, they together they kind of cover everything, and they, I don't know, their voices go well together. <clears throat> yeah, and it, it's not like they have good voices. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like well. we're not saying they're good singers. It's just surprisingly for like they're actors, you know, but they're and musicians, but it's just like it's. It's uh, they're surprisingly good for you know just being like a couple of random dudes <laughs> that are like more comedians than anything else, right? But I think Jermaine is my favorite out of the two of them. Yeah, I I, I think, think so. I always had a proclivity to Brit just because we have the same name. Yeah, Brett and Brit. I is his how is his name spelled? It's B R E T. Okay, and mine's B R E T T. Yeah, but you so you think his is Brett, but it is because of their accent is pronounced Brit. Yeah, Brit, Brit and Jermaine. Yeah, and dude, yeah, I think Jermaine is my favorite because he's just like, he's tall, he's goofy, he fucking looks weird. <laughs> he does, yeah. You know, he's got the really thick glasses, and he's got like the gap in his teeth, like just all these things. I'm just like, it makes him funnier, <laughs> uh, and he's just goofier to me. Yeah, but. Uh, but he's also, I mean, like, I think he's had a more successful career after Flight of the Concords too. Like, he's in a ton of shit, so I, I think I'm not the only one that, that likes him more. Were they were they both responsible for what we do in the shadows? Or no, is that just I, one I of think, them? I think it was uh, Jermaine with uh, Waika... Waika... Titi? Waika... Katiti? Man, 
he I, I don't know all the names, but uh, no, I think it was like Jermaine and uh, two other guys that mostly did that. So like Brett, I don't think has done a lot acting wise since uh, since Flight of the Concords. Hmm. He was I'm... in Lord of the Rings for like a split second. Was he? Yeah, he played an elf. He had like two lines or three lines. What movie? Uh, the first one, I think, Fellowship. And I think it was it was like kind of a uh, a cameo because he's you know big in New Zealand, and they filmed it in New Zealand. So I think it was like they had him there for a reason, you know. Sheesh! I, I oh, and he's in The Hobbit. I didn't know that. I mean, I I really had no idea either of these guys, aside from what we do in the shadows, had really been responsible for anything else. But it also doesn't surprise me. Yeah, well, actually, looking now, Britt, uh, he was the music supervisor for the Muppets 2011 and the Muppets Most Wanted that came out in 2014. Really? Yeah. Those are good movies, and they have good music. Yeah, and the and he won an Academy Award for Best Original Song on the, the Muppets movie, Man or <laughs> for Muppet. For Man or Muppet, yeah. Dude, holy shit. So he has done good for himself. I'm glad, man, because I, I like him. I just, you know, Jermaine is just made it much bigger as an actor since well maybe you and i can have a little ear bout and you know for team brett team jermaine i mean we can become ear foes if we want real quick <laughs> i can i can get foe on you real quick <laughs> I, i'll get fafa i'll get a fada fafa i would say one thing that always struck me very odd about this album is that that is the first song you know food fafa just <laughs> right. w- the one song where they're entirely speaking another language you know not very well but it's, like if you're a first time listener you have no idea what's going on and maybe no. maybe that's like part of the comedy of the record is that they wanted to try to f- freak people out or something with this whole like very french first song you know <laughs> <laughs> which is so good though like yeah it's, it's still it's cheesy but it's legitimately like fucking great yeah <laughs> like it's they so knew funny, the source like, material especially out of context yeah for sure yeah man i mean i for some reason like there's a lot of tracks on this record like there's there's 15 songs on this and i have a feeling that we're gonna share at least one choice nug uh i don't know man i i have such a I have such a love for a lot of these songs. There are very few songs that I don't love on this album. Same, honestly. Like I said, I think the Prince of Parties and and Boom, like for sure, I'm just like, I yeah. all I wrote for Boom was Skip. Well, except the best part of Boom is the beginning, where he's like, oh, the girl's so hot. She's so hot, <laughs> but I don't want to tell her because she'll think I'm sexist. She's so hot, she's making she's, sexist. She's so hot, she's bitch. making me sexist. <laughs> yeah that one and robots uh, i could also kind of do without i like robots the, he's like the chorus is good <laughs> and then they're like hey, uh, one one more time without emotion the humans are da, 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 da. <laughs> it, it reminds me a lot of Cy boogie by king gizzard <laughs> yeah it's very similar vibes to Cy boogie so i feel like they're both of those songs <laughs> are like using some sort of source material as the inspiration like right. i wouldn't be surprised it's so similar but i used to sing like the humans are dead all the time the humans are dead <laughs> yeah but uh man i'll can, should i go first one of my favorites yeah go for it it is time it is time it is time for choice nugs it is time it is time it is time for choice nugs it's real easy because it literally just like makes me laugh the entire song is the most beautiful girl in the room. Oh man. Yeah. That's a fantastic one. <laughs> it's just like, I love the negging weird negging aspect of like how he's complimenting this girl that he's like hitting on during a party. And it's just so the lines are amazing. It's just all like backhanded compliments. And yeah. <laughs> I also like the riff that the, yeah, the, the music's great on the on this song. It's yeah. like very like early two thousands like R and B. Yeah, and I love when uh, the kind of it's not really a drop, but you know we, we it gets a little through the song and like maybe a minute in, like 
uh, he kind of the the drum beat kind of comes in. You know. Yeah, I think uh, I think like it's funny because it starts out sounding very R and B, and then once the drums come in and the whole song kind of opens up, it's like it's more like seventies like soft rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the vocals are so good on the song. Like he's like Jermaine singing kind of falsetto and like all of the harmonies that they have going, like really cheesy harmonies and like the bass sounds great on the oh, whole song. The bass is actually really good on this song. Yeah, it's nice and like kind of bouncy. It's and the the way it's recorded, like in the mix, it's just, yeah, it's like like just really good, really deep. Yeah. <laughs> and I I I'm something that's always confused me about this song is that I think the music video that they have in the show like they switch vocal parts. Jermaine and Britt. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh Yeah, I think on the record he is Jermaine singing the whole thing. And I think I think in the TV show it's Britt if I'm not mistaken. I think it's Jermaine in the show, but it's been legit like probably 15 years since i've seen it well it hasn't even been since he, six, 15 years since it came out but it's been 15 years since i've seen it well in any case somehow uh, <laughs> but i love like because you're so beautiful like a tree like a tree <laughs> or a or a high-class prostitute <laughs> you could be an air hostess in the 60s yeah <laughs> you could be a part-time yeah I model He's like, you could you, be, but you'd probably still have to keep your normal job. <laughs> Spend part of your time modeling and part of your time next, next to me. To me. <laughs> and the rest of your time doing your normal job. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I could buy you a kebab. I can't believe I'm with the most beautiful girl I have ever seen with a kebab. I'm sharing a kebab with the most beautiful girl. <laughs> I it's just I don't know man it's it's just that weird line of being like I don't know it's just backhanded compliments the whole time and it's hilarious and that's what I mean it's so like they're so polite but then they're kind of dicks yeah right <laughs> like you're so beautiful like a high class prostitute like this sociopath thinks that that's a compliment <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what cracks me up the most about it Part-time model. Yeah, great harmonies, great singing the whole time. Like, uh, I I thought that would be one of your choice nugs too. Oh, if I'm being honest, I'm still kind. Of, I'm still trying to figure them out. No shit. Yeah. Uh, Damn. Well, because there are so many. Like, the ones, the main ones I'm looking at are like hip hop Think about it. Yeah. Uh, most beautiful girl. Business time. And business time's great. <laughs> it's business. It's business time. Dude, oh, I saw them live, and they were so good live, man. Oh yeah, they played sure. most of these songs, and it was so fucking funny. And and before I forget about it, uh, I want to talk about the the outro for Ladies of the World, where okay. the song kind of fades out, and then it fades back in with this, like. Like kind of the same music, but they're doing these beautiful harmonies. Dude, how like way too good for them is that part? Yeah, it it almost <laughs> makes me kind of wonder like, it, like did they feel a little sad that like oh I wish we wrote real music, you know? And and they kind of like added that part in because they they saw it. Dude, I you know I don't know. It has no it has no right being as good as it is. It, it almost sounds like. Something out of like a Tame Impala song, yeah. And it's just like really it's just like a real short, real short like twenty seconds, and it's just like the guitar and all these all these vocals kind of surrounding, and it's a very like surrounding part of the song, and then like it fades away and it's not talked about. Yeah, and it okay, you know, listening to it now, it's more like a Childish Gambino sounding thing, like something that he would do on yeah. on like Awaken My Love. It's, uh, yeah, dude, that part was, like, so random. And that's what kind of shows you it's, like, okay, they have a little bit more, like, than they're letting on. Yeah, right. You know? Because it really is, like, it's them playing guitar. Like, it's them, you know, I th- I'm pretty sure it's them playing the guitar and the bass on the in the music. So it's, like, 
they're good. Like the guitar and bass are good on the whole album. Yeah. But that part was just like, what? Like, where did that come from? I want to hear more of that. <laughs> like, who did that part? It, like, maybe if they just put out a serious album one time, I'd listen to it. I'd I'd give it a shot. Uh, if they if they wrote a serious record, like I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if it's really good. I I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they have done that, like under a pseudonym or something. You know. I would love to hear it. Uh, but what was your second nug? My second nug. I also had a hard time choosing man because like there's so many songs that i love like inner city pressure i love the line where you know he's talking about how poor he is and you just want to sit down but you sold your chair so you you just stand there (laughs) you just stand there you know you're not in high finance if you're considering secondhand underpants (laughs) (laughs) and like the 80s synthy like kind of cheesy like hip-hoppy yeah Beat Boys, kind of like love that. I love the hip hop of Apotamus, uh, Mother Uckas, Le- Leggy Blonde, like Leggy, 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 Leggy. It's so catchy. The stupid rap part at the end. I love. <laughs> yeah, like, it comes out of no nowhere. Reason. So it was hard for me to choose, dude. Uh, but I think, I think it's hip hop Apotamus. Versus Rhinoceros. Versus Rhinoceros, man. This was the first song I've heard by Flight of the Concords. and I think it's probably their biggest one for sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I think it has like the most listens on uh, on Spotify. Ugh. Well, it's just like yeah, seven thirteen million listens to that one, <laughs> which is not nearly as much as there should be. It really should be more. <laughs> but yeah this song is great i the the weird acoustic guitar part that you wouldn't it's kind of like stupid and cheesy but it works so well yeah and it almost it doesn't really sound like any rap song i've heard you know <laughs> i was raised by a rapper and right on that date and, and subsequently created that's how it goes. <laughs> and sometimes the rhymes are polite, like "Thank you for the dinner, Miss Wright." That was very that was... delicious. Good night. Sometimes <laughs> they have seen like a pornographic dream. NC seventeen with the ladies in the stream of margarine. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Yeah, margarine. margarine. <laughs> and I love the part where they're like, they do this. If my records in rhymes, they don't get played because my rhymes in records they don't get made. <laughs> and like that if whole you rap thing. like me, you don't get paid, and if you roll like, like me, you, you don't, don't get, get laid. laid. <laughs> they call me hip hop hip hop apotamus flows that flow like uh, I can't even do it. Flows that flow like phosphorus. phosphorus, topping out the top of this esophagus, rocking this metropolis. I'm not a large water dwelling mammal. Where'd you get that uh, preposterous ah. hypothesis? Did Steve, Steve tell you that for chance? Steve. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's just so it's so like stupid, but then you listen and you're like it's like Lonely Island, man, where they just like impress you with just like how can you write something so fucking dumb but it's so clever at the same time? Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sometimes my lyrics are sexist, but you lovely bitches and hoes should know I'm trying to correct this. <laughs> I'm trying to correct this. <laughs> I love other rappers diss me, say my rhymes are sissy. Why? Why? What? Why? Why? Why, Why exactly? <laughs> Be more constructive with your feedback, please. Why? And then Why? Brit starts going crazy and he's like, I'll rap about reality. Me and my grandma <laughs> drinking a cup of tea. There ain't no party like my Nana's tea party. Hey. How? <laughs> yeah, I think it's a... Uh, uh, dude, again, it was hard to choose, man. But that one's just like, the literally the whole time I'm giggling. And it's just, and I'm just impressed. Just like how, like how do you again write something so stupid and be so clever at the same time? Like, yeah. I have such an appreciation for just stupid comedy. <laughs> like I, lo- you know, I'm a, I can go as highbrow as you need me to go, and I'll still think it's funny, you know. But it's just like the really stupid shit is what really gets me, and especially like it really impresses me if you can be really stupid but at the same time incredibly clever. Well, it yeah, they're just kind of clever about what kind of stupid they are it's not the stupid where they're just like you know just talking about toilet humor and stuff like that but they're they're taking like advantage of them looking stupid to be i don't know i can't describe it but it's just it's it's like they're so confident but also so stupid 
that yeah it's, it's just <laughs> always funny oh dude if you haven't seen what we do in the shadows the movie or the tv show like you should dude it's- man i i've watched it i watched the movie in a couple episodes i'm not into it really i love it no i'm just like i get it but it's not it's not my flavor it's not my brand damn that's that's surprising that's surprising <laughs> i i really really loved it all right well let, i i have my first nug ready you figured it out ready and raring to go you, okay let's let's drop it on me brother all right i'm going for think about it as my first nug think oh, dude the the what's going on parody yeah uh <laughs> just like every line just makes me laugh out loud every time i hear it you know it's it, so like, good it, it, it when he's talking about like i saw a man in the street with Nivin's forks in his leg and he said ow 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 <laughs> can somebody please remove these cutleries from my knees <laughs> there's people on the streets getting diseases from monkeys yeah that's what i said they're getting diseases from monkeys now there's, now there's junkies, junkies with, with monkey, monkey disease, disease. <laughs> who's touching these monkeys please leave these poor sick monkeys alone they got problems enough as it is you said the best part too man's lying on the street yeah some punks chopped off his head i'm the only one who stops to see if he's dead (laughs) Mm, turns out he's dead Ugh, and it's just yeah yeah i don't know i i love the part in the chorus where jermaine just kind of mumbles when there's supposed to be like a line you know (laughs) Yeah. What's wrong with the world today? I love it because, like, they probably couldn't think of what to write there. And I love they just kept it like, let's just mumble on that part. Whatever. And then, oh, the the part I feel the worst about laughing on this whole record, where he's talking about, like, the slave kids making sneakers. Dude, I know. But the sneakers aren't that much cheaper. (laughs) So why are we still paying so much for sneakers? (laughs) What are your overheads? What do you got them made by little slave kids? (laughs) What are your overheads? (laughs) Horrible. (laughs) That's what I, like, that's the the jerky part. And they don't even, they're so stupid that they don't even realize they're being, you know, kind of shitty. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, yeah. This is, and it's so, like, the music's so great. The electric piano like, yeah, so good on it. It's just like it's it's groovy, it's it's pretty smooth. I like the vocals, the harmonies, lots of auxiliary percussion. Yeah, you know, like right. The great strings going the whole time, which I'm pretty sure are synth strings, but they still are really good. <laughs> and it's yeah, dude. It's it's one of the like funnier premises for the for this this show too in the song because it's like. Kind of, you know, other than the slaves making sneakers, the kids' slaves, <laughs> everything else is, like, not that. They're just making these, like, a way bigger deal out of certain things or even, like, blow, like you know, way out of proportion. Yeah, right. And, dude, yeah. It's so, like, you realize that, you know, they met in, in you know, like, when they were in college and they were both studying film and theater. Really? So they were, yeah. So, like, they, and they made a band with Taika Waititi, who's, like, their other writing partner, like, in college. And, you know, they were just kind of, like, they came up as just funny dudes who played music. So, I think, for like, from the moment they met, they were just, like, they just started writing songs. <laughs> like, the first two songs that they played, I think, or they, they were on a show. And then, by the time they were on the show, which was, like, in 2000, in the year, in 2000, actually, they had already written Bowie ladies of the world yeah they had a little ep and a couple of right? other ones yeah yeah so like these songs were you know some of the first ones that they wrote and ladies of the world is great it's so stupid but it's hilarious <laughs> and it's just like i just you know i haven't listened to their other albums after this and i i'm a little worried that it's going to be like tenacious e where it's not going to be as funny yeah i i tried to listen they only have another album after this one yeah uh and it's not as funny but it does have uh uh, I got hurt feelings. I got hurt feelings, uh-huh. which is I love that song. A great song, and there's a song on the EP called like, uh, 
It's it's that one that we were kind of <laughs> talking about the last time we got together, where it's like, and if you want me to, I can make out with you. That's what you're into. <laughs> that's me, what you're you into. into do. It, that's what you're oh, into. Oh, holy shit. Okay, then I'm gonna I'm actually going to like that second album a lot, because a lot of those are from the show, too. Well, that one's from the EP, unfortunately. Oh, I see. Okay. Dude, I didn't realize before they even got the show, they won a Grammy for Best Comedy Album. Like, their first record won a Grammy. Really? And I don't even think I've heard any of it. Huh. Oh, I guess, like, I guess, no, actually, you're right. Like, what, what you're into is on it. The Most Beautiful Girl in the Room is on it. Yeah. Not Crying, that's a great song. That's on <laughs> it, too. Uh, well, I think, you know what? I think I'm going to... It's so hard, but I'm going to say my second choice, Nug, with honorable mentions, Business Time, uh, Kiss yeah. is Not a Contract, uh, Hip Hop Apotamus... Uh, I'm going to say it's most beautiful girl in the room. Yeah. So, I mean, that was my first one. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you just tell me? Cause I didn't know at the your... time I was still figuring it uh, out. I was like okay. listening to the songs and being like, uh, 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 you know, like, what do you want your own section to talk about this song? We got to talk about it for another five minutes. Yeah. Here's my perspective. It's the music <laughs> and the Can lyrics. Can talk about me a little bit more? <laughs> I'm getting bored. Yeah, dude. Most beautiful girl in the room is clearly like, I I think it's the best song on the record. It very may well be, and it's they. It, you could tell they were confident because it was on their EP, and they decided to put it on their record and in the show. And in the show, yeah, exactly. Uh, and so, with that being said, man, what would you rate this album? What is your uh, man, it's like probably really close to the first tenacious d record for me and like in terms of how funny it is i love tenacious d is that album is one of my favorites of all time really it's yes like no no question like it it was so impactful on me when i was in high school and the show was too and then fly the concourse was like the college me that got into something like this and it's just they're so goofy in a different way and i don't know man like it's it's legitimately like this is going to be like one of my favorite comedy music albums, you know, because it's one of my favorite show comedy shows, you know. So, yeah, I'm going to say like just for how funny it is, dude, like it would be like a nine something, but the music is just like a little too cheesy for me. So it's going to bring it down to like I'm going to say like an eight point two. I think that's I think that's a totally fair score. I think I'm going to probably be around there because. Yeah. Uh, there were a couple songs that kind of flopped on me personally. I thought it was weird that Fudu Fafa was the first song. Uh, Fudu Fafa. But it gets stuck in our heads, man. So it's I mean, maybe yeah. it's a good reason it's there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, the music. I, I think it was the amount of work they put into the music and how, like, how keen it is to being a tribute to other stuff that they're parodying. Yeah. is very cool uh though and they nailed it yeah and there there are some parts of the music that i you know like really like like i like the music for uh um uh beautiful girl in the room a lot uh i like i like bowie which we didn't talk about at all but like it 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 had the the david bowie like twists and turns that a bowie song would have and it the, the whole time they're just doing their best david bowie impression which is hilarious. Dude, that song is really cool actually. Like they they kind of recreate a few of his songs. Like Space yeah. Oddity and Let's Dance like for sure. Yeah. Those it's it's really obvious and it's cool and the music video is great for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's one of the music videos that they definitely went like above and beyond uh for the video itself. They really, you could tell that that was one that they probably like, you know, it was an homage. Right. It was a Solange. They were, they were making as much fun of him as they were praising him, you know? Yeah. They're clearly huge fans. Yeah. Yeah. So for sure, like it's, there are a lot of, like you said, honorary mentioned songs on this record and it's uh, the whole thing's so funny. Yeah. It's as of right now, just because I don't usually listen to comedy music. It's probably my favorite comedy record out there. Yeah, and I don't blame you, dude. It's great. 
Yeah, I'm I'm gonna check out that first first Tenacious D album for sure. Have you not listened to it? Um, I've listened to a couple songs on it. Wow, dude, yeah, but it's a classic. I I've wa- I watched the movie. Uh, the Pick of Destiny is like it grew on me. I like it a lot now, just because I'm such a like Tenacious D stand. Mm. But that first one, dude, that first album is like oh man, untouchable. I, at tribute was a big song to me in in middle school <laughs> tribute karate wonder boy uh friendship test was pretty funny <laughs> and a lot of those are from the show and they're so funny did, in context because they happen like a musical style i didn't know they had a tv show yeah it's like a six episode i think they're only like 15 to 20 minutes long and there's there's only six episodes, but a lot of the songs off the record are from the show, and they're they play themselves in it. Like they, it's just Jack Black believing way too much in Tenacious D, and no one else likes them. In the <laughs> and show. Kyle Gass, and Kyle Gass, and they live together, and <laughs> they just get into hijinks together, and it's so funny and trippy and weird, and it's great, dude. You need to watch it. I'm definitely gonna check it out. Uh, but my rating for this album, you know what? I'm gonna be. I, I'm I'm thinking it's a eight point three. Just one point above mine. Just point. Just over, a little point better than your rating, I think. You think you're so different. Yeah. You just, uh, uh I'm going to go, what is this, Price is Right? <laughs> price is Right rules? Well, I'm sorry, what was Lucas's score? 8.2? I'm going to do 8.21. Ah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Damn, I'm, I thought you were going to rate it a little higher. Not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I was thinking about putting it in the 9 section, but... I don't. I don't think it's. I. I thought about other records I've put in nine, and it's definitely not like as important as those records to me. If it's your favorite comedy album, why yeah, can't you but rate it a nine? If it's my favorite comedy album, and I've listened to three comedy albums, you know what I'm saying? It's, okay. Yes. I. <laughs> I get it. You're. You're. Uh, I, you're being conservative. I'm being conservative. Maybe yeah. I'll get really into the comedy music scene as I've tried to do before. Uh, do you want to hear? I had a I have a really good concept for a song, but I've never been able to make it. Ooh, tell me. Uh, it's it's called Third Wheel in a Three Way, <laughs> and it's All about right. like being the person who definitely they, the other two people did not want to be there, you know. But you're like, still kind of included. <laughs> like the husband, yeah. The wife and the girl go at it. It's or like in in when I was writing the lyrics, it was like I had a girlfriend. And she was like, let's get a little experimental. I know this dude named Brad. And so Brad comes over and like the two of them are getting really into it and only kind of like, and I'm kind of like left in the corner a little bit. <laughs> just like the guy in a, in a American Horror Story, just like jerking it and crying. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Third week. I, I had yeah, a three kind of maybe? a joke band, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It, we. <laughs> I don't know how I didn't think about this. Uh, we called ourselves 474. Uh, it was like the phone numbers in Seabrook were all like 281-474. Okay. Something, 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 something. So, you know, I, in my band in high school was Seabrook, Rude Boys. We were just like all about this shitty little town called Seabrook that we grew up in. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, our college band, our joke band was 474. And uh, one of the first songs we wrote was like we just name dropped every band that from our high school that we could think of and it was like 30 bands or something so we just like wrote lyrics that just worked with every one of their band names and it was like the most like pandering song well ever. yeah and i was like, gonna say people actually liked it y'all were trying to sell out as quickly as possible um the first it was called homies we were just like hey shout outs to all our homies and bands from like high school yeah yeah i know hey we were writing to a, a certain audience all right and yeah okay. huge yeah we got huge from it <laughs> uh well thank you guys for listening to this episode of the earbuds podcast we listen to this album fly to the concords it's please hilarious. listen to it even if you've never listened to any comedy music even if you didn't know that was a thing aside from yeah. weird al there there are other people to anything ever if you've never listened to anything ever listen to this album listen to this album have this be your first musical album if this podcast is the first thing that you've ever listened to, the second thing should be the Flight of the Concords album. Exactly. The third thing should be our YouTube videos, which are up on uh, Earbuds Podcast YouTube, 
where yeah. we have little clips of our live streams that we do every Friday, 7 p.m., to talk about new albums of the week. Yeah, it's behind a free paywall. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, you just you put uh, zero down and you get to listen and watch some of our videos on there. Zero percent interest for the first three years. Yeah, no APR. Yeah. On those on our YouTube channel. But also, uh, I don't know if you mentioned this because I'm a little stoned, but uh, on Fridays we do a live stream. Did I did this? say that. Okay. Uh, and yeah, we we're you know, we're we're doing stuff. We're getting out there. We're making moves. We're making moves. Yeah. Hey, gobble that ghoul. Gob gobble be that ghoul. <laughs> gobble be that ghoul. <laughs> <laughs> What would you uh, rate this episode, man? You know what? I'm going to rate this episode a 9. Just because uh, cause I want the episode to be better than the album. <laughs> I just want them to know the pain of being second best. No matter how good any of the records that we listen to are, like we always want our episodes to be better than that album. Yeah, yeah, for That's sure. That's what we're always striving to do. <laughs> Nothing but quality. <laughs> That's why I get hung over in stone sometimes. Before the show. And during. Yeah, no. Sometimes I get hung over during the show. What what percentage of episodes do you think you've not, like, smoked during? Oh, not smoked? Yeah. That's a really good question. <laughs> uh, would it be in the, like, the tens? No, the 10% I would say aisle? that maybe, I mean, if I was stoned, like, going into the episode or just, like, vaped while, I, while we talked and everything, like, probably less than five Fewer than five. Less than five episodes. Yeah, I've I'm usually like yeah, usually, usually busting vaping. out that vape. I'm usually just dryer vaping on my Tetra P eighty or my Solo two or my Crafty Plus. Yeah, all right, save us for Mighty, someone who cares. Or my flower pot. All, you know, right. all these things that are just so uh cool. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm yeah. So I would rate this episode what what was Brett's rating? A nine point oh I'm gonna do a nine point one. Oh, mine was a 9.2. Oh, I'm going to do a 9.3. It was a 9.4, actually. You know, I'll do a 9.5. That's, but that's it. <laughs> All right, well, I can't, I can't go higher than that. That's too rich for my blood. All right, 9.5 it is then. <laughs> okay. And, you know, I think, uh, I think I need to figure out what album we're doing next. You do. You do, bud. I have no idea when we're going to record that episode. No, I mean, you know, there's some scheduling to do. Yeah, but we can figure it out. We'll I'll, we'll give ourselves a couple days to do it. But you know, we've been we haven't really uh, done too much like actual rock lately. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess if you don't consider Flight of the Concords rock, they're pretty heavy. But I think we can get a little heavier. All right. What are you suggesting, big guy? I want to do a heavy indie rock metal band called Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats. Oh my god. Oh, it's one of the big boys. It's one it's one Uh-oh. of those I'm going to force you to listen to stoner metal for about an hour. One one thing that you'll learn about Lucas and being his friend is that he doesn't honestly he doesn't really talk about the things he likes too often. Mm. So he never talks about Action Bronson. Or Uncle Lasset in the Deadbeats. No Arx Bandits ever mentioned. So you wouldn't know that this is one of his favorite bands. And the the main band that he wanted to base our little band Mortales off of, if I remember correctly. And it has a lot to do with this record in particular. It is called Night Creeper. Night Creeper. You're not far off with that melody there. So (laughs) (laughs) I am excited to talk about it, man. Next episode, Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats. All right. Stay tuned, y'all. Stick around. Hey, buddies, thanks for listening. We love you guys. Brett, was this good? Lucas, this was good. This was good? It was about as... uh, It was like, I would say, the fourth best music review parody duo uh, band in New Zealand. Okay, well, so it wasn't that bad. Brett, this wasn't that bad. This wasn't that bad. (laughs) And a three, and a two, and a one.